Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin Shalom Bayes, Shir number 38. Email address shalombayas777 at gmail.com. Um, before we start uh, to continue on the subject we spoke about before, I want to make it very clear, and we're going to talk about this in later Shiurim, that in the marriage, no matter how close you are, and as you're one, there are certain boundaries that cannot be crossed. There is a certain limits where where sometimes a husband or a wife needs to say no, loy mitan aleph, absolutely not. There's a certain bill of rights, a certain given in any marriage that has to take place and certain things that are totally unacceptable. And if these things happen, they will need sometimes outside help to get the help. And sometimes you have to get out of the relationship, and sometimes you just have to force the hand of the other spouse. You get help, or this is over. And unfortunate, it's, it's sad, it's unfortunate, but we're going to un- be compelled to discuss those type of su- subjects. If there's a total contempt and lack of respect that one has for the other, if there is drinking that is not controlled, if there's drugs that is not controlled, if there is physical abuse like hitting, or emotional abuse by causing calling names, if there is actual cheating where a husband is cheating on his wife and a wife is cheating on her husband, if there's a serious pornography problem and one of them is looking at it all the time, or there's a, an emotional affair, which we'll talk about also in future shiurim, those type of things need to be addressed right away. And even though we will talk about the shiurim, but the shiurim for that does not suffice. You actually need real help in real life in order to know how to handle those things and talk to a professional mentor, coach, therapist, or rough that understands these things. But getting back to here, there is something that could be too much togetherness. It's called being um, codependent or too dependent, which is not healthy either. So as you bond with each other, we talk so much about them doing things together and healthy intimacy means that you know, you, you're interested in what your spouse is saying or doing and you get involved in each other's life. But you need to remember also, along with that, you need to have some of your own interests that's independent of your wife or your husband's. And you need to encourage your husband or wife to do the same, especially if they are healthy outlets. If you don't have a talent for music and your husband or wife does, and they're interested in it and they love it, you happen not to because it's not your thing. But you encourage that individuality in your wife or your husband and allow them to express those things. So you have to remember that these things will not break intimacy. They will build intimacy if you respect the individuality of your husband and your wife, as long as you share things that need to be shared. But spending a certain amount of time on your own interests or time alone, we'll talk about that later, where in some interactions, if you're with each other all the time, it's important sometimes to have your own interests, to do your own thing, and have your own goals, each one individually, as long as you support each other with it. In other words, basically, because, and that is the idea of you're both serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You're doing it together as a team, but you're both serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And a lot of 
how you're serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing things together, but some of it is also how each of you individually are doing it. There's certain things, for example, with the woman that she could help her female friends, the husband can't do that. And vice versa, there's certain things that the husband in shul could be mashpi on somebody and do things where the wife cannot do. So the fact that they're, you know, joined together does not mean there has to be a certain interdependence, I would call it. Um, there's dependence, which is totally dependent, which is very not healthy. There is the word independence, which means that you're on your own and you don't really care about the other person at all, you know, or, or, or that you don't need them at all, which is not healthy. With a husband and a wife, the word interdependence makes the most sense. But basically it's like this, that each one is an individual. Each one um, you know, has their individuality and brings it about um, with their own kaychais, but they support each other too. If you're over-dependent on each other, you feel powerless, you feel weak, because you think your happiness is totally in the other person's hand. That does not, that, that's not a healthy thing. If you're completely independent, it's also unhealthy. It makes your husband or wife feel unneeded and lonely. And it's a sort of lack of caring, like you're sort of isolating yourself from your husband or from your wife. The word interdependence, that is the balance between overdependence and independence. It means it's a combination, it's a healthy balance where your husband or wife feels needed, but they don't feel overburdened by it. They can feel a sense of freedom, a sense of power, a sense of ability understanding that their simcha is in their control, it's not in your husband's hands to make you happy, it's not in your wife's hands to make you happy, but at the same time, there is a, there is a deep connection with each other to support each other. So to summarize what we said thus far, is that intimacy is an important part of marriage, and it includes many aspects. And if you want to get to what is supposed to happen in a bedroom between a husband and a wife privately, sexually, there has to be, with that, a lot of work done outside the bedroom, including emotional intimacy, spiritual, mental, financial, and even what we call recreational. The idea that Tyra doesn't um, acknowledge recreation, meaning just wasted time, that's true. But L'Shem Shemayim, when you need a break, when you need to express certain things in a, in, a, in a kosher way, that type of recreation is healthy. And we'll discuss that later. Includes trusting each other, tenderness, acceptance, open communication, hearing, apology, forgiveness, but also, like we just said, respecting boundaries. And it's up to you. You can work on this, and you can get better with that. Uh, we're going to now switch over. We'll start now and continue in the next year. Men have this issue a lot, but women can have it also. I call it sealed-off sex. What does that mean? That means when you're self-oriented, when it's based on ego. Um, ego meaning that you use the sexual um, aspects of your relationship with your wife or your husband solely for the purpose of reducing your stress or alleviating the sexual tension you have within you or to just feel good about yourself that you have that ability without learning anything about trust and without um, 
you being open emotionally with your husband or wife and, connect, and not connecting with them in an emotional way, and it's just physical. And that's a problem a lot of men have. Um, the women need to know sometimes that very often that's not the case. And when they express physical interest in their wives, they really do care. It's just that's the way they go about it. And we're going to discuss that in later shiurim. But for those men who do have this problem, where they focus just on the physical, and that's on their mind, that's an impersonal type of a sexual experience that is toxic to a loving marriage, to a loving relationship. And it's harmful to the, yourself as well, to the one who has that, the one who... It's, obviously, the wife is feels used, feels that she's an object, rather than she's valued as a person... But the truth is, is that the, the one who is doing this is also not expressing their real self either. And that's very, very important. Usually what happens over here is there's no real cuddling, there's no real other foreplay, there's no real warmth, there's no real emotional connection. Um, they just do what they do because they, they need it and they're interested and your wife can sense or your husband can sense. Believe it or not, it can go the other way too. It's not so uncommon as you may think. That um, And again, it's, it, it's less stereotypical, but very often the women could also use their, the men as an object, as just getting what they need without anything else. And that's a major, major problem. And um, unfortunately, a lot of this is seeped in from American culture, from if people watch movies or read books. Um, they seem to idolize men of those type, of those that just are purely hormonal, full of testosterone, and they just have strong sexual drives, and uh, they're looked up to in our culture. And... Um, that is a big problem um, because certain things that we learn from our culture is totally counterproductive. And I'm talking about this, by the way, not just as being a tyreed or a biting tyrant serving Hashem, but even from a secular perspective, if you want to have a good life and a good marriage, even if you're not a religious person, to have that sealed off sex type of idea of just working and focusing on your own sexual drive without the emotion behind it or the human connection behind it, that is a terrible thing for even a secular non-Jew, and certainly for a Jew. We will continue and have a wonderful day.